Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today I have Devin Miller on the line. He's founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, and he's also host of the Inventive Journey podcast. Devin, great to have a fellow podcaster on here. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on. on. I'm excited to be here. All right, Devin. So uh, when I was reviewing and kind of rehearsing for this, um, there was uh, some questions that were that were submitted that I'm like, man, I don't know these things. I know I paid for them in the past. I know um, lawyers have received, you know, funds from me. Um, you know, do I need a patent? Do I need a trademark? Do I need a copyright? What's the difference? Like, what does that even mean? Um, excited to get your insight on this. But before we do, we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Devin, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Devin, what mission matters to you? Probably a whole conversation in and of itself. But, no, I mean, for me, at least, you know, and I'll, I'll do it as related to the law firm because, I, you know, personal life, family, being a good father and all that would be a, a different discussion. But within the, the business, um, you know, mission matter, or my or primary mission is helping startups and small business to, to build assets and to protect their business. So that's probably as succinctly as I can put it. And really, it's with the, the desire to, I've done several startups and small businesses. I've worked with them. I work with them on a daily basis. And it's really bringing the same level of legal protection, legal understanding, and, and support that a lot of uh, large law for, or large businesses and large law firms provide to those that uh, don't focus on startups and small businesses. So really helping startups and small businesses to protect and grow their business. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, love bringing mission-based entrepreneurs and executives on the line to share, you know, why they do what they do, how they're doing it, what we can all do to learn and benefit and grow together from that. So great to have you on. And I guess just to get us kicked off, I mean, uh, I'll ask the, the you know, the, the elephant in the room question. So do I need a patent, trademark, or a copyright? Like, like what do I need? Can, can you help us out understanding the differences? Yeah, um, absolutely. So if you're going to break it down, I, I would take one step back from that, and I'll definitely answer your question. But the terminology sometimes you'll also hear is intellectual property. So as you hear intellectual property, you really have uh, – that's an umbrella term, and it incorporates patents, trademarks, and copyrights. Now, if you're going to step back and say, well, what, you know, what does intellectual property mean? Well, it's kind of uh, straightforward in the sense that when you're thinking about you know, real property. So you can own a house, you can own a car, something physical and tangible, you grasp it, say, okay, I own it. I, I have the title to it. I purchased it. I own it. Well, when you get into something that's a bit more intellectual, so how do you own, you know, all the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into uh, creating a new invention? Or how do you own a brand? Or how do you own a video or, you know, a picture that you take? And that's really uh, something more on the intellectual level is what intellectual property is set up to to really protect. And so now as you break that down, you really have kind of the three categories, which are patents, trademarks, copyrights. Um, so patents are going to go towards an invention, something that does something, that has a functionality, that accomplishes something. That's really going to be what a patent protects. Trademarks are going to go towards branding. So if you're to think of a name of a company, name of a product, a catchphrase, a logo, anything that's on the branding side is really going to fall under trademarks. 
And copyrights are going to be more on the creative nature, so something that is kind of creative. So a painting, a sculpture, a book, a movie, a video, a podcast, you know, all of those things that are on the creative side really fall under copyrights. And so those are kind of when you're looking at, hey, what do, what do I need to protect with my business or how do I go about doing it? You're looking and saying, do you have an invention? Are you more of a branding? Are you more on the creative side? Or are you doing more, the, or, you know, multiple things? Yeah, that's great. Um, and so you work with a lot of startups. You work with a lot of businesses. Um, and I know this is, I know it's, there's no, you know, one size fits all in any of this. Like it's pretty straightforward. Like every business, every founder, you know, size of company, all these things, all, all different, right? Um, but I, I would like to ask this question, kind of generally speaking, because when you work as many companies as you have, like certain themes tend to arise. Like what are some of those common, you know, mistakes or just errors that you see a lot of startups make in the beginning in respect to this? Yeah. Oh, I know that's a big one. I know that's a big like, one, Devin. I, could, I know I could, you could write a book on that. You could write a book on that one, but but we don't have time for a book. Give me what came to your mind, because I'm, I'm in, and I know I've probably made some of the mistakes, and who knows, I might be making some of the mistakes now. I like to pick them myself, so let, let's see what yeah. you got. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give a couple of mistakes. I don't know if I can give, or give one, but, you know, one of the things that I would put is, you know, that often comes along is that people either are – they're trying to save money and so they take shortcuts or they say we don't have the budget and they wait way too long. So let me give you a couple of illustrations. We'll start with the second one, which is people waiting way too long. And so kind of a similar within patent trademarks, copyrights, so I'll use patents as an example. So there are legal um, restrictions as to how long you can wait to file on something. So as an example, let's say you created the world's best smartphone today. And you said, okay, it's going to revolutionize the industry. And so what, and you go out, you put it on a website, you go do presentations, you go pitch it, and you get, you know, two or three years down the road, and you said, yeah, this company's going pretty well, and I should probably get this protected. You know, it might be worthwhile to pursue. Well, at that point, you're already too late. You've already missed the window mm -hmm. because of patents. Once you, from the time you put it out in the public, so put it on a website, do a presentation, go sell it, whatever you're doing, you start a time clock clicking and ticking that you have a one-year time clock within which you can file a patent on. You miss that window, you've now just donated your invention to the public and anybody can come along and do the same thing you're doing. And so a lot of times, because people are worried about, hey, I don't wanna go spend money I don't have talking to an attorney or otherwise, you know, it's probably gonna be expensive, I can't afford it, they wait way too long and then they miss their rights. And so I've had people mm -hmm. that come in and. They'll say, hey, I've got a great invention, and we've been out in the marketplace a couple of years, and it's finally getting taken off and getting some traction. We would oh, like to get a protection. And then I'm like, you know, that's awesome. you got a great invention. I'm glad your business is working well. Unfortunately, I can't help you because we missed that window. And so that's one of the big mistakes they make. On the other hand, hold on, you just you I, just oh, hurt my heart. Hold on, I have to stop here for a second. <laughs> you, just, All right. you just broke my heart because I've seen, oh, man, that hurts. So this, I mean, I've never, I've never had an invention, just clear, um, uh, uh, clear disclosure. But um, so I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes of that individual. Like, so you're telling me, like, they do all this work, everything it takes to make this happen. And it's hard, like, to create something new or to create like that, like you said, the next phone or the next whatever. And then they go down the line and because they didn't do this pre-work and the timeline is passed, like, Man, it's got, like 
it, it, it's not protected. Like that's a thing. Oh man, that hurts. Oh, you, you hurt me on that one. But am I understanding that right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, the short answer is yes. And so that's yeah. really, that's one of the big mistakes is, and it's, and it's, you know, I gave patents as an example and think there's similar yeah. thing with trademarks. And so, you know, mm-hmm. another one that I'll get is people come in the office and say, Hey, you know, we've been building this company and we got a great brand. And, you know, now we, we saw that somebody else recently filed for a trademark on it, but we filed for it first, so we're fine, right? And it's like, well, you're kind of okay, but really you've just kind of shot yourself in the foot and you've limited your ability to grow because the first person to file is going to be the presumptive and owner of it, and now you're limited as to how you can keep using it. And so really all of those are ones where if you're going to be putting an investment, building a business, you're going to want to make sure you have it protected. And you at least know your deadlines, know when you should be doing it and what matters. The other one, and not to shift gears, but the other one that I would hit on is kind of the opposite, which is we now live in a DIY culture where everybody thinks that all it takes to become an expert is to go watch a five-minute YouTube video, and I can do it the same as any, you know, a doctor. I can go perform my own surgery. I can fix my own car. I can do my own legal work, mm-hmm. and all I need is that five-minute YouTube video or TikTok video. And that's the other one that people, I think, a lot of times will start to get a false sense of security. Then they'll say, oh, well, I... I watched this YouTube video, I prepared my own patent, I filed it, so I'm good, right? And then mm-hmm. you'll come to find out that they didn't do it right, they didn't file it right, they didn't cover their invention, they said something they shouldn't that now limits or destroys their ability to get a patent and all of those things. And so it makes it, the other drawback I would see is a lot of times when you get that DIY culture of everybody thinking they can be an expert because they have Google, it can create problems and so... Those are kind of on the one extreme of you're waiting too long or, or you're trying to make or get shortcuts that are usually the two bigger drawbacks that create issues. Yeah, I see it. I see it 100% and I can see how this happens. And to you, obviously, it, it's, it's common knowledge, right? It's your business. It's what you do day in and day out. And, and for many um, that are listening, they have their own common knowledge on, on, you know, their perspective industries. But this, this is a big deal. I feel like, especially since, um, let's just say the, uh, the nature of what our relationship looks like with content now versus what it used to look like maybe a certain time ago. Um, before, like in the, in the like a while, you know, let's just say with when when information and ideas didn't move so freely and openly, and it wasn't like like protecting this your content or whatever it is that you have to protect, it's so much more important because uh, somebody else sees your idea, they see what you're doing, and maybe they can they can do some things and possibly even a little bit better or faster or a lot a lot of different variables there. Without that, you're just kind of you're you're kind of putting yourself um, not in the best position. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Has the, has the market kind of changed? Like, what do you see from your vantage point in the space? Because uh, I'd be interested to hear that because you you're, you see and work on this every day. So obviously, you know, patents, copyrights, like obviously these things have existed a long, long time. But just, you know, with the, with the pace at which things are changing in general um, in society, in business, I should say, um, what do you see from your vantage point? Like, what excites you? What's interesting? Yeah, I mean, one is I, I think on the you know the legal aspect things don't change very quickly. I mean, the yeah. legal industry is one that it evolves so slowly that it's probably the same as what it was a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and there really has other than a few points of law that maybe have a, or changed a bit with court cases, you're about mm-hmm. the same. But I think that what's exciting is 
the pace of innovation and the ability for people to create a, create a business is, is I, I think it's a great time to, to do it. And I'm, yeah. I know there's economic overlays and whether or not you have the money, but sure. if I put that aside for just a second, you know, right now you're looking to say, okay, how easy is it to go in and start a website or do a Kickstarter campaign or get on Amazon? How is it, how easy is it to go and find outsourcing or to go in, you know, you don't even have to travel to outside of the country to connect with people. How easy is it to go and get your information and expertise and reach out to people and have remote workers? And I look at all those and I say, it's a great time to really start on a lot of that. And it provides a lot of opportunity. And, you know, and yet on the flip side, I also see people are, are a constant as people always are making excuses as to why it's not the right time. And, you know, it's one where people are always saying, yeah, but the economy's not getting, I get the economy's not getting, it's, you know, or I'm, I don't want to leave my job or I'm too busy or I don't have this or I, I'm, I don't have kids and I don't want to, you know, I've got to get my education or I'm getting my education or I have, and there's always those things. And so I think that on the one hand, there's more opportunity available and yet the consistent is that people will still find reasons why they're not starting a business, which will keep, or keep them from or making the, or taking advantage of a lot of those things. All right, so uh, I, I got to ask you this question. It may seem like uh, I'm throwing you under the bus, and I'm not. I don't mean to. Um, but, <laughs> oh, go ahead. And, and for everybody, I mean, I mean, and for everybody listening, I'll preface the question. Seek the advice of your own lawyer, your own attorney. I'm asking a general question. Um, and by the way, I'm going to give Devin the the ability to leave. Uh, I'm going to ask Devin at the end of this to leave his website and things like that. So if you want to follow up with them, you absolutely can and should. Um, but all right. Devin, we're all, we're all business owners. We all have, you know, cash flow. We all have budgets. I haven't done anything. If I'm going to put myself in the shoes of the of the person that's listening to this, that's maybe, um, you know, they're a startup. They're listening to this and they're like, patent, copyright. Like, I don't know what I should. I have a certain amount of budget. What should I be thinking of first? What should I be spending on? All right. So that's why I said I don't want to throw you under the bus because there's going to be so many variations. But what should at least be the logic or the thought process that somebody should go through understanding that maybe they don't have the budget to do everything at once? Yeah, I think it's absolutely a fair question. I get it all the time. and so happy to answer it. You know, I think that if I were to put it, it really does depend on your business. So I'll give you at least an idea yeah. of how you go about making that decision, which is, you know, you always have as a as a startup or a small business more things to spend money on than money to spend. And so you're trying to say, where do is my banging for my buck? Well, I would step back just a minute and say, where is the core value of your business? And that really will dictate more of what you're going to be spending your money on than anything else. And so as an example, I'll work with some people that, hey, they really aren't innovative in the sense they haven't created a new invention or haven't created anything, you know, breakthrough but they are great at marketing or great at SEO or great at websites or sales or whatever that is, and they just create a great great brand or they have really great customer service and they just really knock it out of the park there. And in that case, what are they? They're a brand company, and so they should focus on protecting their brand because that's where all the value of their business is. Vice versa, I'll work with some people and they're saying, you know, I'm just an inventor at heart. I'm an engineer, and I love creating things that are are unique and, and solve a problem. And what they're creating is an invention. And in that case, what they're needing to protect is a, an invention with a patent. And so, you know, as much as it kind of it depends answer, I would more say you stand back and say, what is it that is the value of the business? What is it that makes that difference to your business? And if somebody were to come along and copy, what would be the most impactful thing? What would hurt the most? 
And at that point, that's where you should spend your money. And so it's less on, you know, how much it costs or what you should or where you should invest and more on what the value of your business is. And then you invest in it, invest in that accordingly. Awesome. Well, Devin, um, awesome having you on the show today and learning more about your business. Um, I also want to take a moment to have you um, introduce and plug your podcast because I want my audience to go check you out because I've been listening to you for, on this on this interview. I got a lot of great information. I'm sure they did as well. Um, tell us about your show. Yeah, so podcast is called The Inventive Journey. It's on all the major platforms. And so if you listen to our podcast, you can find us. Um, you can go to YouTube. It's on our it's also on our website. Uh, for the law firm, and really what it is is we tell the journeys of how individuals, so startups, founders, co-founders, owners of startups and small businesses, how they got to where they're at today. Now, there are other ones that are out there, but what I love about it is we started the high school, college type, and we work all the way forward. So you get the full mm-hmm. journey. So it's not just, you know, the snippet of, hey, I built a business, and I'm a unicorn, and I'm successful, and everything's amazing, and there was no difficult path which is always not true, and so we always want to capture that full journey. So it's really fun. We have guests on from all over, from every walk of life that have had all sorts of different businesses, and it's just fun to share their journey of, of how they built or how they got to where they're at today. Awesome. Um, Devin, if somebody's listening to this and they want to connect and follow up with you and your team, how do they do that? Absolutely. So I'll give I'll give three ways if it's okay. Um, Absolutely. So if they, if they want to... Um, we do a one-on-one strategy. I mean, they want to reach out. They say, hey, I've got some questions. I want to see if I need help, if you can help me. What I should consider, it's a free consult, free 15-minute strategy, meaning we're to sit down and go through what you're doing. So to connect up that way for the one-on-one uh, meeting, just go to strategymeeting.com, just like it sounds, and you can grab some time on my calendar there. Second way is if you just want to come to our website, we have a ton of material. We give all of We're very transparent on our pricing. We have a ton of educational material ton of content. We have a marketplace where you can buy some awesome entrepreneurial gear, everything you can think of if you're a startup or a small business. And that is just at uh, milleripl.com. So Miller, my last name, M-I-L-L-E-R, and then the letter I for intellectual, P for property, L for law.com. So go there. You can connect up with us. The last one that I'll throw out there is I'm not overly active or love a lot of the social media platforms. But I do love LinkedIn, and I'm pretty active on there. So if people want to connect up with me there, just go to meetmiller.com, and that's an easy way to connect. So strategymeeting.com if you want to grab one-on-one, milleripl.com for the website, and uh, meetmiller if you want to connect up with me on LinkedIn. Awesome. And uh, my team will put all that information in the show notes, of course, so that you can uh, everybody listening can just click on the button and uh, or the link and head right on over. And speaking of the audience, if this is your first time engaging with Mission Matters or the platform, we're all about bringing on entrepreneurs, executives, and experts and having them share their mission, how they're doing what they're doing, what do we learn from it, um, how do we get inspired and motivated uh, to take action. If that is the type of content that sounds interesting or fun or engaging to you, then hey, we encourage you hit that subscribe button. We have many more mission-based entrepreneurs just like Devin coming up on the line, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Um, Devin, uh, great having you on the show, and I hope all my audience go and, and check out your podcast because you're putting out great work. So thanks again for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me on. I had I had a blast.